Welcome back to Mortgageonomics Canada. I'm your host, Marco Giello. I'm a duly licensed mortgage broker in British Columbia and Alberta. Born and raised in Calgary, currently living in North Vancouver. If you are from either of these provinces and require any mortgage-related services, please do not hesitate to contact me. Call or text me right now at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. One application, one credit check, and access to Canada's top lenders. All right, welcome back, everyone. Today's headliner topic, I'm going to talk about co-signers, guarantors, joint tenants, and tenants in common. But first, a quick recap on interest rate activity in Canada this past week with, uh, with all that's going on. Um, for the most part, rates have held steady, um, especially with variable rate mortgages, as the next scheduled announcement is not until March 2nd. And uh, we're still riding from the uneventful, the, um, the good uneventful, I think for many of us, uh, January 26th announcement, the past announcement that uh, rates remain flat. They remain flat. And this means that prime rate would stay put at 2.45%, which is where it's at right now. But heads up, March is coming and all indicators are hinting towards an increase in prime rate. Uh, most predicting that it will be a quarter point increase to 2.70%. So when choosing a variable rate mortgage, pay close attention to the fixed component of the variable rate mortgage. That's right, the fixed component of the variable rate mortgage, and that being the discount, right? So um, when, you, when you're presented an offer for a variable rate, variable rate mortgage, it's prime minus something, okay? Uh, currently, you can get as high as prime minus 1.46. Okay. And uh, many still offering what appears to be the standard between 1% to 1.2% below prime rate. So fixed rate mortgages, on the other hand, a bit more volatile. Um, since the end of January, bond yields have bumped up um, almost 20 basis points, but uh, have come back down a couple of points as well. And uh, also dropped, last time I checked today, dropped down another 11 points. So... Depending on your uh, loan-to-value ratio, you can get fixed-rate mortgages anywhere from 2.79% to 3.44%. And, um, you know, with the, the recent news, today is uh, February the 24th, and yesterday the, uh, the attack on the Ukraine started. So that could present some volatility, and um, there could very well be some movement on the fixed-rate mortgage side as well. So very volatile. Uh, and remember, when choosing mortgage rates in terms, be aware of their early exit penalties and fees. Okay, If you suspect even the remotest possibility that you may break your mortgage ahead of its maturity, you should strongly consider a product with flexible break penalties and porting capabilities. All right. Okay, let's move along and talk about today's headliner topic, co-signers, guarantors, joint tenants, and tenants in common. Are you at the stage where you're wondering if now is the time for you to make your next move? Maybe you've never owned a home before, or perhaps you own one now but have outgrown it. Or maybe you have some debt that you'd like to roll into your mortgage. Whatever the case may be, maybe you want some answers, but you're not quite ready to commit to the next steps of getting approved. And don't worry, I totally get it. 
Maybe you just want to work through some numbers on your own time and not feel pressured to do anything. And if that's the case, text me at 604-800-9593 and I'll reply with my mobile app, which is truly amazing. It's loaded with a bunch of thoughtful calculators that allow you the freedom to work out all of your what-if scenarios. It includes everything you need to estimate your home ownership costs like mortgage qualification scenarios, self-inputted pre-approval certification, access to market rates, stress test qualification calculators, land transfer tax calculators, closing cost explanations, and much more. The perfect tool for someone who's on the fence about moving ahead or staying put. So don't be shy. Go ahead and text me the words Marco's app and I will simply reply with a direct link to the app and we'll leave it at that. No strings attached. Call or text me at 604-800-9593. 604-800-9593. And now back to the episode. Mortgage applications often reach that critical tipping point when the addition of a non-occupying applicant is required to push the application over the finish line for approval. The non-occupying applicant is often a parent and is referred to as either a co-signer or guarantor. The difference between the two is as follows. A co-signer is the addition of a non-occupying applicant to a mortgage and land title registration. A guarantor, on the other hand, is the addition of a non-occupying applicant to a mortgage, just as you would expect with a co-signer, but the difference being that a guarantor is not required to be registered on the title. Guarantors are not available with all lenders, but are somewhat common on an exception basis when loan-to-value ratios are less than 80%. As you are now aware, there are two distinct types of non-occupying applicants co-signer and guarantor. The only difference between the two essentially being the requirement to register on title or not. And again, as mentioned already, all lenders allow for a co-signer on a mortgage application, but not all lenders allow for guarantor applicants or applicants that request it do not fully fulfill the eligibility criteria to become a guarantor. So what then? What if a co-signer does not meet the eligibility criteria to sign on the mortgage as a guarantor? There is an alternative, but it comes with a compromise. Rather than being withheld from the land title, as one would expect with the guarantor status, the co-signer would continue to register on the land title, but rather than eliminating their stake in ownership outright, they would simply exercise their right to minimize their stake in ownership by registering as tenants in common. When adding a non-occupying applicant to a mortgage, most lenders default with a land title registration known as joint tenants. But there's another type to be aware of as well, the tenants in common registration. Tenants in common is becoming a very popular title registration across Canada and for various reasons. Before we get into the applications of why one would opt for a tenants in common registration, let's first identify the difference between the two registrations. Joint tenants registration. This is when all title holders are entitled to an even split in property rights and right of survivorship. In the event a tenant dies, their share of the property automatically transfers to the surviving tenant. Tenants in common registration. This, is, this registration allows title holders to allocate specific shares of ownership. In the event a tenant in common dies, they are able to pass on their property share as per their will instructions. Otherwise, they would be subject to the rules that apply to property owners who die without having a will. 
The following are examples of applications for tenants in common registration. An application especially popular in Vancouver and Toronto, when one of the purchasers are temporary residents and have not yet received their permanent residency. For example, the applicants might be married and one of the spouses are still in the process of getting their permanent residence or Canadian citizenship. In Vancouver and Toronto and various other regions in Canada where foreign buyer tax is applicable, many opt for a tenants in common registration with a 1% share allocated to the temporary resident spouse, thereby significantly reducing their foreign buyer tax payable. Another application for tenants in common registration is for second marriage relationships, where there are existing children from the previous marriage. Tenants in common could provide clarity and certainty between the couple's ratio of ownership. Furthermore, it allows them to, the ability to pass on their share of their property to their appointed beneficiaries as per their will. Tenants in common is also well suited to couples that are not legally married as it provides an opportunity to formally determine scale of ownership and ability to pass on their share of ownership in the event of death. And lastly, tenants in commons is also very well suited to joint venture and co-ownership purchasers where ownership stakes and survivorship rights can be maintained independent of all title holders. The information in this episode is intended as general information and is not intended to replace or serve as a substitute for any advisory, tax, estate planning, business succession, or any other consultation service. Do not solely act on the information in this episode. Consult further with your legal representative and or professional advisor concerning any of the content contained herein. That's all I got for today. Call or text me anytime if you have any mortgage questions at all, especially if you are in British Columbia or Alberta as I am licensed to service in these specific provinces. And especially if you are from Vancouver or Calgary as I am very familiar with these markets. And of course, I welcome calls and emails from all over the world for those that are in the process of or have recently relocated or immigrated to Canada from elsewhere. Call or text me at 604-800-9593 or you can get me on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or just go ahead and link up to my website, homefinancingsolutions.ca. Thank you again for tuning in to Mortgage Genomics Canada. Stay well, everyone. Talk again soon.